Welcome back, my loyal listeners. You know, I've been talking about marketing technology in the wine biz for several years now, and one of my biggest frustrations is the slowness of adoption uh, of marketing technologies in the biz. It still lags behind many other industries, and you know, I, I keep feeling we're, we're falling behind. Uh, that is until COVID happened, and it's forced many wineries to move out of their comfort zone and embrace more marketing automation, integrating email marketing, really focusing on DTC. So on this episode, I talk with Chris Tout. He's the co-founder of VineSpring, uh, a subscription-focused commerce platform. It's one of the leading platforms uh, in the business. Uh, we discussed late last year these different subjects. He's a really smart guy with a lot of insights. We've had the pleasure of working with him at Balzac on past projects, so I'm excited to share this episode with you. So without further ado, on with the show. Welcome to Hit the Bottle Podcast, a show for beverage sales and marketing professionals looking to up their game and further their careers and businesses. Viewed through the lens of strategy, technology, and leadership, we explore everything from digital marketing, e-commerce, brand building, public relations, and much more. Each week, we chat with industry experts and leaders, explore practical applications, and discuss what's happening in our world. Our goal is to provide you with the insights and strategies you need to create successful marketing programs. Now it's time to hit the bottle. Our guest this week co-founded VineSpring in 2011 with a mission to simplify the DTC equation for craft producers of wine, aiming for more satisfied customers through better management of DTC relationships. VineSpring brings together powerful cloud-based tools into one web interface. He also owns Dunstan Wines, a winery in Sonoma, California, producing around 1,200 cases a year. Please welcome Chris Tout. Thanks for uh, joining me on the show today. Before we begin, would you share with listeners how they might contact you? Yeah, of course. Um, email is chris, C-H-R-I-S, at vinespring.com. Um, my direct phone number at Vinespring is 707 931 um, and of course, that line goes directly to me, but VineSpring support always can get a hold of me as well. It's 707-939-5595. Great. So you guys are in Sonoma then, huh? Yeah, Sonoma. Sonoma-based, but a remote team. So VineSpring is um, today 13 people, and most are living and working in Colorado. And Colorado is where I'm originally from. From Got it. Nice. So I asked you on the podcast today to talk specifically about wine clubs. Uh, it's something that most of our winery listeners are going to either have or be considering. So 
first of all, the first, my first question is, is, you know, what do you see as the value of wine clubs? Well, I'm going to broaden it just a little bit and call it subscription, uh, subscription models, because VineSpring really is catering not only to the club model, but to the allocation model, which is part of a subscription umbrella in my eyes. And there's a third component to that, which is membership. So there's club memberships or clubs uh, and, and memberships, which I would define as um, prepaying for a service. So whereas club shipments are created and paid for typically on release, um, I'm seeing a trend toward more membership-based um, payments where uh, people pay on a monthly or quarterly, maybe even annually basis, some periodic basis, and they get some benefit from that. Whatever the case under that subscription umbrella, it's all about customer satisfaction. So creating a, a great club or allocation or uh, membership is going to be about how does the winery or, you know, Vinespring works with breweries, uh, distilleries, cideries, anybody in the beverage alcohol space. How do they uh, engage with that customer um, on a personal level with the right message at the right time? And uh, that's really the trick to um, creating customer loyalty over the long run. So you, you mentioned, okay, so first of all, let's kind of just define what the difference is between a, a wine club and um, an allocation model, if we could. Sure. Yeah, I'd, I, a club, um, the, the terms are sort of broad terms, um, and people tend to sometimes define them uh, differently. However, I think the majority of people would define a club as the, the regular shipment of product, whether you uh, engage with the winery or not. Let's take a winery just as an example. So in a club, the winery, you might get two shipments twice a year. The winery might release in the spring, um, let's say their Pinot Noir, and in the fall they release a Chardonnay, and you're part of the three bottle club. So you get three bottles of Pinot in the fall, just automatically and you get three bottles of Chardonnay in the, in the spring or vice versa. Um, so an allocation requires that the customer engage with the winery. So you're, let's say I make 100 cases of rosé and I have 10,000 people who are potential buyers for those 100 cases, you're going to need to allocate or, or cater to maybe your best buyers to create a, a customer loyalty behind those wines. And, and so an allocation, um, you know, you're, you're making an offer to people, but they're not automatically getting the purchase like they would in a club. So have you seen a shift from this kind of more traditional wine club model to a more um, subscription based, not, uh, you know, I think, I think there's something kind of in between that's emerging between the allocation and the traditional wine club. And this is that subscription model. So how, I mean, what kind of shift have you seen in that regard? 
I, it's a great question because, um, you know, technology has really been the inhibiting factor for beverage alcohol. Um, and I, so to answer your question of what, what am I seeing? I'm seeing customers or clients, wineries, I'll, I'll differentiate. I'll call a winery, a client and a customer is a customer of the winery. So I'm seeing clients or winery admins, um, request or want to creative ways to continue engaging with their customers. So it doesn't have to be strictly an allocation model or strictly a club model or strictly a membership model. It could be a blend of any of the three. And that is what technology is, is really beginning to enable for even the small players. Um, let me give a, a, a more specific example. Let's say that you have a quote traditional wine club and you're doing those two shipments uh, a year, Pinot Noir in the spring, Chardonnay in the fall. And you're doing those in like three bottles, six bottle and 12 bottle options. That's sort of a traditional club model. Um, well, blend in a little bit of the allocation to that. And it's really creating what I would term a custom club model, the ability for that three bottle member to say, you know what, I'm totally in for three bottles automatically, but I want to have some choice on what three bottles go into that shipment. So that becomes sort of a blend of the, of the allocation of the club becoming a, a custom club model. But other wineries might say, you know, I love being able to offer my customers the club options and the automatic nature of it. I also love giving them choice when it comes time for that shipment to actually go out but i want them to pay on a periodic basis like wine is expensive and especially the craft producers who are selling dtc are often selling bottles that are over 25 dollars a bottle really um, commonly you know 50 dollars a bottle and above uh, in some of these models so getting hit with a 600 charge for a case of wine might be a lot to some people so Instead of doing that as an all at once charge, we're going to not only give them uh, customization over what goes into that shipment, but we're going to allow them to pay over uh, whatever period of time they feel comfortable they feel comfortable with. So it it can really become a blend um, of all three. Yeah, this this goes back to some of the points that we've made in previous episodes about the way that marketing and well and sales for that matter is heading and that is more personalization, more choice. People want to have a more bespoke experience when purchasing any kind of product and wine lends itself very well to that. The issue has been as you said to this point, to the technology there and technology know-how within a lot of the producers, just being able to actually manage that process. They, they're they really good at making wine or making beer or making their spirits. Like that is what they got in business to do. So often the sales side of it, um, you know, hits them hard because they're like, oh man, how am I going to sell this? And forget just the complexities of compliance and, um, you know, tax collection and remittal and uh, fulfillment through appropriate channels. I mean, it is it is a very difficult. It's a wonderful thing to create a great product, which I think many 
you know, I think across the board, we're seeing really amazing, um, let's say wines specifically, uh, very high quality, well-made wines. It's the differentiator becomes the person to person contact and the nurturing of that individual um, who is your customer once and how to create them as a customer, how to keep them as a customer for a, a much longer time. Technology enables that, um, but historically um, in the beverage alcohol space, it's it's been a, an expensive proposition. And so expensive, you know, Mike, that um, 80% of the wineries out there produce less than 5,000 cases of wine a year. So, I mean, that's, that's a big lift for a lot of those small guys to even understand what technologies are going to enable me to do my, my marketing side more efficiently, but that's shifting and it's, it's becoming more commonplace as technology providers like VineSpring um, modernize and help to push that envelope, uh, make more accessible things like marketing automation to, uh, to our, to our clients. Okay. So that, you know, there's, there's several challenges there. Um, we've just discussed, but so what are most producers not doing right now, but that they should be doing Uh, marketing automation, setting up, setting up workflows to engage their customer with the right message at the right time, um, is is something that I I, I would hazard to guess a, a percentage <laughs> out there are actually doing. I think that marketing automation is is the big is the big shift that's going to happen for those 80 percent of the of the smaller producers. I, I can't agree more. I'm actually speaking on uh, marketing automation at Win Expo um, in December uh, f- for that very reason is that I, I truly believe that the next big marketing, you know, killer app for, for wine is going to be, you know, marketing automation. Here's a message from our sponsor. So I, let me give a, let me, let me sort of paint the picture of how I see it unfolding. Um, when I, when I started VineSpring, we were, uh, most of my friends in the wine business acquaintances, they were, they were using vertical response for email marketing. Do you remember those days? Uh, those days are still here, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of, a lot of clients vertical. still use, uh, vertical response campaign monitor, you know, those, uh, those sorts of things. There's a whole variety of options out there, which is truly awesome, right? Because competition and choice, I will lead to a better outcome for those small producers. But I would argue that 80% of the wineries that I knew eight years ago were using vertical response. And I would argue that 80, those same 80% or about 80% are using MailChimp today. And MailChimp isn't going to be there forever, right? I mean, they could become the vertical response and like campaign monitor and um, people tapping into Emma and getting into more marketing automation paths. 
um, they're going to embrace what they see as effective, um, cost-effective, value-driven, powerful, simple, easy to use. MailChimp has sort of become one of those main players that a lot of wineries um, are using today. And by no means am I saying that that's going to persist for a long time to come. But today there's a, a lot of people using MailChimp. For me and for our for our clients um, uh, using VineSpring, MailChimp is a wonderful beginning to the marketing automation path. Um, it is... It is a great platform for digesting what marketing automation really means. But the key is having a commerce provider, your order management system, integrated directly with their e-commerce API so that the two are flowing data back and forth in near real time so that you can take advantage of the right message at the right time to the right person. Well, yeah. And the... That's the first step, I think. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to um, customer re- record and customer management, right? Because, you know, uh, the one of the biggest frustrations, I think, for a lot of um, DTC managers is the fact that they don't know uh, what how, how their company is engaging with their customers. And through, you know, a combination of market automation, CRM, um, and e-commerce, you know, that's, that's today is, is definitely, you're, you're more able to do that. You are, if they're connected and the, the key there has always been the interconnectivity. So go back again, five, 10 years, you know, some bigger wineries with deeper pockets could spend hundreds of thousands of dollars in connecting these disparate systems. That is the big shift. Um, no longer does the hub and spoke model need to lag behind the all-in-one model. Meaning, you know, Mailchimp gets to focus on marketing automation. That's what that platform does. Square is a point-of-sale provider. They focus on the in-person transaction really well. Um, ship compliant, or um, you know, they're all about the compliance side of the business. So the trick becomes connecting all of those in a value-driven way. And uh, I, I think that that is, those doors have opened. Um, and the reality for a lot of, of, of producers is it's just easier to put the whole picture together than it was in the past. That's going to drive them to utilizing best-of-breed systems. And, and that's going to lead to better customer loyalty and longevity. So, you know, I, I infer from this that, that VineSpring offers marketing automation as part of your entire package. So what do you think of some of the more um, you know, industry-leading packages like HubSpot, Marketo, SharpSpring? You know, those, they really focus on, on marketing automation. Uh, what do you, how do you compare with that? So we're not, we're not in competition with them. Um, we're just, as they would be focused on the marketing automation path, VineSpring is focused on the subscription commerce path. We want to be the best player for clubs, allocations, and memberships. That means we're really just an order management system, allowing a winery to have an easy path to purchase on their website, great order management tools on their back end, 
connecting to um, accounting platforms like QuickBooks or Zero or whatever accounting platform they want to connect to and to embrace the marketing automation platform of their choice. One of the things that we haven't discussed here, um, but it's really the enabler is um, webhooks. Um, I'll briefly say, you know, one of the reasons it was super expensive in the past to sort of cobble together, connect two systems is you had to hire an expensive developer to create a middleware that took data via the API on one side, mashed it up, did things with it, and inserted that data into the other program. Webhooks are a modern day um, API in a way, um, are, are now enabling connections that you just couldn't have in the past without, without spending a lot of money. So connect VineSpring to HubSpot, Salesforce, Insightly, Infusionsoft. I mean, I'll bet on a weekly basis I hear about a new one. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yes, go use that. And VineSpring will be here to create that that subscription commerce piece better than anybody on the market. That's that's our drive. That's what we're we're looking to do. Fantastic. So who's doing it right? Do we have any good examples right now? Of uh, actual providers, um, clients, of or clients of actual are, of clients who are providing a um, experience for customers, whether that's club subscription, you know, choice allocation. You know, who out there yeah. is a good model? Man, I got to give a shout out to Jason Moore of Modus Operandi. I mean, here's. Do you know Jason at I all? Do. So the reason that I got to give a shout out to him is he is always looking out on the horizon toward what technology can help him do his business better. And Jason's got a, a several thousand, maybe three or 4,000 case winery. You know, I know what it's like to run a 1,200 case winery. It's, it's like Jason is doing an incredible job leveraging technology um, to stay connected with his customers. And in conversations with Jason, um, he once he once pointed out, he said, you know what the best feeling in the world is? I'm like, what's that, Jason? And he's like, um, it's when I put my marketing automation into effect a year after somebody has left the club and they renew their club membership because of you know the the paths that he's created to re-engage those customers. It's winning back the person who may have left for one reason or another. And so, I mean, that is powerful stuff. And he's doing it as sort of a one-man show. And um, Jason uses Infusionsoft connected to VineSpring. Um, and uh, one of one of the things that I think is really cool, um, it, it, as an example of of how it's working, is I'd encourage anybody to make an appointment to go do an in person tasting with Jason at um, Brasswood in Napa. And when you make the appointment, um, you know you get an automated uh, personal email that's sent sometime after you made it. Not something you get a confirmation email soon after right after you hit submit but you get a personal email a little bit later 
And then an hour before your appointment, you get a text message that feels really personal about, hey, looking forward to the appointment. Just want to make sure you had directions. Here's an easy GPS link. And then when you show up, you you know, you you feel like he's been personally engaged with you the entire journey. And he does a tasting and then an automation routine happens after the tasting, um, helping to drive good you know, comments on things like TripAdvisor or, or other um, uh, platforms that help bring him business. That guy has some amazing automation working that I think has, um, has really improved his business tremendously. He's, he's a model. He's certainly a model for me and a model that I'd love to be able to um, uh, take a, a more simple view of what he's, you know, got years of experience doing now and be able to um, uh, make palatable for other users. So, so they don't have to go full bore with Infusionsoft. They can dip their toe in the water with MailChimp. And then as they start to graduate from the MailChimp side of things, they can make choices of, you know, HubSpot, Infusionsoft, et cetera. That sounds like a great model. And it's, it's basically ideal for um, what, you know, we're talking about in terms of marketing automation. Okay, so we're almost out of time here. Why don't you give a little plug for VineSpring um, to wrap things up? We, VineSpring is, uh, is a great team of people who is very passionate, passionate about um, subscription commerce for the craft producer. And what you'll see um, VineSpring continue to do in this space is stay focused, laser focused on those subscription models and backed by a team of people who are here to help support um, any of our clients to do their business better. We work with a great community of developers and consultants, accountants, bookkeepers, um, winery admins, um, we're a platform that is, um, you know, it can scale to any size winery. Um, and we hope to help modernize the way that uh, beverage alcohol is sold DTC. So anybody who would like to reach out to me personally, I love the conversation, um, love to communicate. Um, my email, chris at vinespring.com or give me a call 707-931-0200. Fantastic. Hey, thanks for being on the show. It was, it's, it was a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it too. This has been Hit the Bottle, a production of Balzac Communications and Marketing. You can find past episodes on our website at htbpodcast.com. Drop us a line on social at HTB Podcast or send us an email to mike at htbpodcast.com or emma at htbpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. If you like this show, please rate and review in any of the mentioned platforms. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day.